We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to the Todd Starn Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starks. Oh, yeah. All right. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. And welcome to the Todd Starks Radio Show. We are live from our studios at beautiful KWAM in Memphis, Tennessee. Grace Baker is already she's she's already to head over to the Liberty Bowl, uh, which is what the what they kick off at two thirty our time three thirty Central is that yes. about right? Uh, two thirty Central, yes. Right, big yes. doings. Yeah, it's going to be really cold. And see, last time I went to the Liberty Bowl was twenty eighteen, and I think it was about a high of thirty five. And you know, last week in Memphis it was like sixty degrees, so I thought, oh, it's going to be great this year. It's going to be nice weather. I didn't pack my Chicago cold gear. Well, last night I'm scrambling finding scarves and things because it's going to be freezing. You can sort of tell the the um, I was uh, looking at some of the video from the big parade down Beale Street yesterday, which is big doings. I mean, we have a lot of stuff happening with the bowl game. Yes. And uh, you could tell all the Memphis people were bundled up and the Iowa people were walking around in, you know, sh- shorts, T-shirts. This is nothing. For right, this is summertime. What are I'm you people talking about? I'm still getting used to Chicago area weather because I'm like, this is freezing and some guy will be out in shorts when it's it's like 45 outside. Uh, it's it's a beautiful town, good people, but I, I don't know how in the world folks can live in Chicago. I I was uh, stationed there during the Obama campaign, and it was brutal. That lake, that lake effect the snow, the wind, the wind. I, more power to you, but I'm, I'm very happy down in Dixie. Yeah, fair enough. All that to say, did you see the video? We had this up on our website or on our YouTube channel. The Pop-Tart Bowl. That was the best thing I've this seen all year. This is the best. You know what? That ought to be the National Championship Bowl yes, every year. That's I agree. It. Can we do that? Is this the first time they've done the yes. whole Pop-Tart thing? Okay, that's right. I'm, I'm wondering, where did <laughs> where did this come from? Yeah, the mascot. Did you see the viral video? So the, we, we've got the video on our on YouTube Star channel. Star yes. So you've And it's a giant toaster, and they, they drop the – they lower the Pop-Tart – into the thing, and then it comes out, and the whole team ate. They ate it was the mascot. A little disturbing when you think about it. Cannibalistic. There. And they've got. Oh, and he's holding up a sign as he's going into a toaster, and it says, "Dreams do come true." So it's what he ultimately wants. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if the pop tart knew what was about to happen to it. <laughs> I think he did. Right? It was his dream, Todd. He wanted to. He be wanted to be eaten. eaten. Somebody said, "Is it offensive to eat a pop tart in front of the pop tart mascot?" No. <laughs> He was going around. The Pop-Tart so. was running around during the game, shoving Pop-Tarts in people's faces. I saw it. This is why God made the Pop-Tarts. Sure. That's what I tell I the I tell the PETA people. When they get upset, I'm eating a delicious cheeseburger down at, you know, wherever. 
and um, and I said, this is why God made cows. This is true. And that and we could drink chocolate milk. That too. So there you go. All right. Anyway, I just thought it was pretty brilliant. It just brought a lot of fun back into college sports, yeah. and this is why college football is is exciting. It's fun. It's, it's entertaining. Than NFL, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I noticed. Did you see though? I, this was it was so it was a perfect mascot because it had that little crack of the frosting that's always on the pop tart. Right. Attention to detail was very it, impressive. Very very detailed. So well done. Pop tart bowl people. Well done. I look. A lot of these bowl games could probably take a take a page from the pop tart bowl. Well, nobody goes to half of them. If you, you know, you got to take them. Yeah, you they take themselves them way too seriously. Yes, mm-hmm. come on now. So, no, no, Dylan, no. The Hooters bowl is not appropriate. Oh, That's gosh. not child friendly. Please no. Please no. Lord only knows. We can do a Buffalo Wild Wings. Well, that's true. Have the Buffalo running around. Uh, Folks, we got a great show lined up for you uh, today. We're going to be doing some trivia. We've got some, it's the final day of the, the final day in 2023. We actually get to give away stuff. So we're going to give away some stuff. We have some great New Year's Eve trivia coming up. Uh, But I want to start with this uh, breaking news out of Ohio, where the governor there, Mike DeWine, has vetoed legislation. That seemed to be pretty common sense to me. And the, the, the legislation was two pronged. First, it would have banned, it would have banned transgender athletes from women's teams and men's teams. In other words, if you are an athlete, you have to play on the team with your God given plumbing, right? It seems pretty common sense. And anybody who's been through a, a rudimentary class in, in biology or human anatomy, would know that you are a boy or a girl. I mean, it's pretty simple. As a matter of fact, I'd be willing to say that even if you don't take biology, what, at what age do you think little kids realize, oh, wait a second, uh, that's a little boy, um, that's a little girl? Which one gives you cooties? You know, that's right. We're talking, what, three, four years old? Kids, kids get it. <laughs> the governor of, of Ohio does not. By the way, DeWine is a Republican, and I, I wish I could tell you I was surprised by all of this. I, I really do, but I'm not surprised. Mike DeWine is a symbol of all that is wrong with the Republican Party right now, and it's pretty pathetic. So here is a guy, and this was pretty common sense legislation here. The bill would have banned transgender athletes from competing against girls, and it would have also banned these medical mutilation surgeries on children. Riley Gaines, the uh, former NCAA swimmer, you might remember her. She uh, she got she 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 missed out on a medal that went to Leah Thomas, that dude, the dude swimmer. She says that Governor Dwine is a spineless coward that needs to be removed from office. Now, the legislation would have required public schools, K-12, through and universities to designate separate teams for male and female sexes and would have explicitly banned transgender girls and women from participating in sports that align with their gender. And look, if there's, I don't know, if there's a woman out there and she wants to be a linebacker, for Ohio State, and and she wants to put on the gear, put on the the shoulder pads for the uh, Ohio State Buckeyes, and she can go out there and she can block. 
then have at it. But as far as I know, ladies and gentlemen, and I am not necessarily a student of sports and athletics, but I do not believe that we have seen an NFL, a professional football player, on the line, either offensive or defensive lines, who is a gal. Correct me if I'm wrong. And, you know, it's all because of the stance. You know, you don't want to break a nail. I mean, that turf can be really difficult, Grace Baker. I'm just saying. So the governor of Ohio, ladies and gentlemen, is is really symbolic of how our party has become wussified. How is it that you don't stand up for female athletes? How do you not do that? How do you not stop these medical mutilation surgeries? What is it that the transgender movement has on this guy? But here's where we're going uh, with all of this, folks. The, um, the reality is that children in Ohio are going to be scarred, that female athletes in Ohio are going to miss out on scholarships. Some of them may not even be able to make the team now that men are able to compete with the women. And we are watching, in my estimation here, I mean, when you look at, when you look at it big picture, we're looking at the unraveling of the fabric of the American family. What is it that a family makes? A mommy and a daddy, and uh, you got the little kids. Or if you're on a reality TV show, 22 kids. But you got a, you got a whole mess of kids. That's, that's a family. But now you've got society trying to redefine what family is. And that's ultimately what this is about. I mean, look at the Black Lives Matter movement. There are so many different forces at play here. But the common goal they have is to destroy the traditional family in America. And this is happening in other countries. It's happening around the world, but predominantly here, where we are controlled by the sex and gender revolutionaries. So anyway, the um, the transgender movement, when you step back for just a moment, The transgender movement ultimately wants us to be a genderless society. In other words, they don't believe that there's such a thing as male or female. They've got more more variations than Baskin-Robbins has flavors. But when you peel away the onions of this pervy piece of um, fruit, you realize that there's more to this, that ultimately – Ultimately, at the root of all of this, we are looking at an attack on the foundations of the Holy Bible, right? That's the foundation for our society, right? So you say, well, wait a second. What does is, what is transgender have to do with the Bible? In the beginning, God created male and female. That's And we believe the Bible to be true, the inerrant word of God. And if that's the case, and all all of us believe that, then we have to believe that God created male and female. So who created all this other crap? Well, mankind did. But the transgender movement is telling us is that God made a mistake. Transgender movement is saying, no, 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 no. God didn't just make man and female. He, he made a mistake. There, there are others. There are other ways. Well, I don't know about you, but the God I serve does not make any mistakes. So there you go. Um, a lot of people saying that the governor needs to resign. I will say this. The Republicans better find a backbone here and quick. Otherwise, we are going to be in a situation where this party will be sidelined. You're going to either stand for something or you will be destroyed. I mean, it really is that simple.
What are the Republicans going to do here? What is your reaction to what just happened in Ohio? Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. We're going to be taking your calls on that story. A lot more. We're going to get into what's happening in Maine and these attacks on the president. Just absolutely insane what's happening there. By the way, every year, this time of year, what are people doing? They're making the resolutions. They're making the memberships to the gym. Well, I want to I want to give you an idea. I'm going to plant a seed in your mind. Um, maybe you should try something else. You know, I talk about health goals, and uh, I've been focusing on that a lot this year, and it's become an active part of my plan for 2024, and I'm doing some specific things to help me get there. A gym membership is not one of them. I like to go out and walk and exercise that way. It's free. But one of the things I do every day is take Balance of Nature's fruits and veggies, the supplements. Why did I choose Balance of Nature? A lot of reasons. Um, one of the most important, they're always made from whole food ingredients. Now, folks, it's important. We've got to get serious about our health goals. We've got a big election coming up, and we need all hands on deck here. And that's why I want you to check out Balance of Nature. You can order online. You can call them direct. Got to use my promo code Todd, and they're going to give you 35% off your order. That's pretty remarkable. 1-800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Use the discount code Todd. You can also order online, balanceofnature.com. Use that discount code Todd to get 35% off. We'll be right back. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and in just a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time, anytime. And you'll see transparent pricing on every coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. And this new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Or call 866-649-0304. That number again, 866-649-0304. And start investing today. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Yeah, I, I just don't get this. In Ohio, by the way, the good news here is the Republicans do have enough votes to to um, override the governor's veto. Whether or not that's going to happen, we'll have to wait and see. Um, let's go to the phone lines, 901-260-5926. Charles in North Carolina, listening to us on WSIC. Charles, what say you? Hey, Todd. Uh, hope, uh, Merry Christmas, and I hope you have a happy new year. Thank you. Um, no, what's going on with Mike uh, DeWine and his veto of that is just symptomatic of the Republican Party in general. That is absolutely ridiculous. And if the Republican Party doesn't start standing up and taking uh, definitive stances on things that are just common sense, 
we're we're going to become ineffective, and voters are going to say, "Well, why should I? You know, why should I vote Republican?" I mean, we need to come out and state emphatically that there are only two genders: there are male and female, and God did not make a mistake. And these uh, these colleges and universities that promote this transgenderism and this DEI, they need to be totally de- defunded. Uh, Republicans need to cut off funding of these universities uh, until these departments are done away with, because all we're doing is we're just teaching kids a lie. You know, Charles, I, I do wonder, you know, when, when you look at what's happening in 2024, a lot of big races around the nation, and yet you've got the Democrat Party, and they are fighting tooth and nail for every single cause they believe in, and then you have Republicans in office literally turning their back on female athletes. Forget the mutilation surgeries for just a moment. We're talking about basic human biology here that the Republicans in Ohio are just willing to ignore. Yeah, correct. And it's not just that, Todd. I mean, Republicans have, the Republicans have turned their back on the, on the border. They're not standing up enough for that. Uh, they're turning their back on not holding the Democrats accountable for what they've done. Uh, to, you know, Joe Biden, what he's doing, uh, it, it, just everything. It goes back to ever since uh, McCarthy was sworn in as speaker back in uh, back in January. I mean, this whole year has just been one disaster after another. Uh, federal spending. I mean, you know, I, and I, I told you the last time I called in, the, the way the Republican Party is governing right now, that's the reason that I've decided to run for Congress here in the 10th District of North Carolina because the guy that I'm voting to replace, Patrick McHenry, He's one of these. He's one of these guys that has voted lock, stock, and barrel with this for this stuff. Yeah, Charles. It, look, it's a fair point. Um, we're going to put you on hold for just a second, Charles, and and I appreciate you calling in. Hang tight. Um, but Charles raises a, a good point, and uh, and and it is an issue. And uh, we're going to be good, glad to have Charles back as a candidate for office uh, down the road. Uh, but it's a um, it's a valid point. Nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. That's 901-260-5926. So now you have the state of Maine, and the Secretary of State there, Shenna Bellows, is uh, wanting to kick Donald Trump off the ballot. Well, she's gone ahead and done that. She did it unilaterally. And I'm wondering, uh, people in Maine, are you outside of your state capitol protesting today? I mean, this is nonsense. The idea that one woman, a Democrat, can get out there and say, I get to determine who you get to vote for in the state of Maine. I want to play cut number one. Secretary Bellows, there are people all over the country, uh, independent groups, other secretaries of state, um, you know, judges, legislators, lawyers, who are watching you right now. Um, are you expecting to, or have you prior to this decision, has anyone reached out to you? Have other secretaries of state reached out to you and said, Hey, how did you, you know, I'm struggling with this. Could you help me as well? Or is this a decision that you're saying, Hey, everything that I think is in this written decision and, and I'm not really open to providing, you know, counsel or assistance to any other states that may be struggling with this issue. That's really important. The latter is, is the case. Uh, this decision is based on Maine law and the facts that were presented to me in the section 336 challenge. It was really important to me. Uh, to look at the evidence presented in the public hearing and the law and the facts presented in the context of Maine law, sections 336, 337, and 443. Uh, it's a very detailed decision. Uh, we lay out 
uh, why under Maine law, the Secretary of State has the authority, indeed the obligation, I'm duty bound to make this determination. Uh, we also, I rather, um, laid out that the record demonstrates that, in fact, the events of January 6, 2021, which were unprecedented and tragic, uh, were an insurrection uh, in the meaning of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. And finally, uh, in reviewing the facts presented, the evidence, uh, the law, the history, um, we determined. Okay, uh, we gotta, I got to jump in here. We'll be right back. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing Amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to mypello.com slash starns. That's mypello.com slash starns. Use the promo code starns to get this amazing offer of the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 1 800 839 8506. The offer comes with a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. That's mypello.com slash starns. Use the promo code starns or call 800 839 8506. Promo code starns. All right, so so Trump is now off the ballot in Maine. Last night, California came out, and the Secretary of State there said, all right, we're going to keep Trump on the ballot here. You wonder how many other Democrats, radical Democrats out there, are going to try to get Trump removed from the ballot. Let me say this. The, the conservative people are a pretty peaceful bunch, but all bets are off if if they keep pulling crap like this. Because right now, the, the Secretary of State in Maine, a Democrat, Shinna Bellows is her name, uh, she's deciding who can and cannot be on the ballot. She gets to make that decision, not the voters. Now, it seems to me, if, if you want to know who's committing the, the insurrection, if you want to know who the insurrectionists are, take a look at the people that are denying law-abiding American citizens the right to vote. That's who we need to be looking at at here. Uh, Cut number six. So I was duty bound uh, to follow Maine law to uh, ensure the candidates, all the candidates who appear on the primary ballot are qualified for the office they seek. This woman is not, um, she's not a judge. Trump has not been, he's not been charged. He's not been convicted of any crimes at all. So what gives her the right to do that? Well, let's go to the phones. I'm very interested to hear from you good people in Maine today. 901-260-5926. Let's go to Mike listening to us on WLOB. All right, Mike, what's your take? Well, Todd, if I asked you last night who Shanna Bellows was, could you have told me? Well, no, I I don't live in Maine. No, exactly. But see, now everybody knows who she is. Okay. She's booting herself up for the next governor's race. And the three people that brought this before the committee, the so-called bipartisan committee, they're not so bipartisan, okay? 
One of them is the former mayor of uh, Portland, Ethan Strimley. He's a democratic socialist. And thanks to him, we have 70,000 new immigrants, if you know what I mean. I don't know what you mean. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Well, we have uh, over 70,000. When he was uh, uh, mayor of Portland, he weighed them up here. When they were stuck at the border in Texas, said, well, you know, he said, send them up here to Portland. So then he's out of office. Now we're stuck with 70,000 immigrants. And they just hired a bunch of new state employees that are going to start an office called uh, an office for new Americans up here. So they can process these 70,000 that are here. I think it's almost 78,000 now. But, you know, the worst part to this is they keep screaming about the 14th Amendment, okay? And, you know, I'm going to let the, I'm going to let the Democrats remember what the 14th Amendment was always about, okay? There's another clause in there that says, depriving any person of life, liberty, or property. Evidently, they skip right over that one every time. And I'm going to remind them every time why we have a 14th Amendment. It's because of the Confederacy that the Democrats ran. They were also the party of slavery, the party of KKK. Okay, well, I don't want to, yeah, we're kind of of getting way into the weeds here, but I I want to bring it back to the Secretary of State. And, and Mike, I appreciate the call there. Uh, Look, folks, the reality, it's very simple. Remove this woman from office. I mean, how difficult is that? This woman has no business being in leadership in the state of Maine. And what I would love, what I would love to see, there have got to be some black Republicans in in, uh, the state of Maine. I would love for you folks to file civil rights complaints against your Secretary of State. She's infringing upon your right to vote. I believe that's a big no-no when it comes to voting these days. I'm just telling you. We got to start playing hardball with these folks. But if Trump is not on that ballot, and if the Supreme Court ends up ends up siding with the Colorado Supreme Court, and Trump isn't on the Colorado ballot, we're going to have big problems in this country. And it, I, I'm just telling you, we're going to have big, big problems in this country. Nine zero one two six zero five nine two six is our number. That's nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. So there are more people crossing the border right now than any other time in American history. We have had more people in the Biden administration cross the border illegally than we have population in seven of our states. So the question is is really no longer about just invasion. It's also about occupation. We are being occupied. And we are watching this happen right before our very eyes, ladies and gentlemen. And this is a big deal, and here's the reason why. Barack Obama is now encouraging illegal immigrants to vote in American elections. Cut number five. People try to discourage you from voting. If you want to vote and you show up at your polling place, they can't stop you from voting. Mm. They can't stop you from voting. If people want to know how to vote, then you can go to IWillVote.com. The fact of the matter is is that we give our power away all the time. You know, we tell ourselves, oh, it's hard, it's, it's not going to matter, it's not going to count. And the, the powers that be, they're counting on us giving our power away. Many of the millennials, dreamers, undocumented uh, 
citizens, and I call them citizens because they contribute to this country, are fearful of voting. So if I vote, will immigration know where I live? Will they come for my family and deport us? Not true. Okay. And the reason is, first of all, when you vote, you are a citizen yourself, and there is not a situation where the voting rolls somehow are transferred over and people start investigating, etc. The sanctity of the vote is strictly confidential in terms of who you voted for. If you have a family member who maybe is undocumented, then you have an even greater reason to vote. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, talking about, you want to talk about insurrection, what about treason? What Barack Hussein Obama just did there is a treasonous act telling people who are not legal citizens to go and vote on Election Day. He is also an accessory to a crime. That is against the law. Where are the people hollering and screaming about that? Where's the Republican Party making a big deal about this? Where are they? What are the Republicans doing? What a feckless party. I'm telling you, every single Republican worth their salt needs to be condemning not only Barack Obama, but also the governor of of Ohio, Mike DeWine. The man doesn't even have the courage to defend women. What kind of a man doesn't defend women? Disgusting. Uh, let's go to the phones here. Maria in Maine, WLOB. All right, Maria, what's your take on your Secretary of State there? My take? Hmm. I don't care too much for Shenna Fellows. Um, I think she's a very left-leaning person. Today on Facebook, I noticed that the main wire had a picture of Shenna with Biden, one with Obama. So that will... That will tell you right there what, you know, where she stands as far as political goes. I think she is, I think she has Trump derangement syndrome. Well, no doubt the campaign will appeal all of this. I'm, I'm curious, are our folks up there upset about this? Did they expect something like this to happen? Well, we knew that the case was up to be heard. Uh, the caller previous to um, mine said something about uh, Ethan Strindling, who is the was the mayor in Portland. He's one of the ones that brought this ahead and, you know, uh, brought this to light. So I knew I knew that she would she would lean toward taking him off the ballot, taking Trump off. Uh, I told your call screener that I live in a small um, southern Maine town where the uh, representatives, uh, the representatives in my district only won by 23 votes the last uh, election, uh, and she just literally won by 23 votes. Their Maine is very, very left. We have very few Republicans in the state house right now. In the minority, we're in the minority. Maria, I'm I'm willing to bet as as we move forward here. Um, I, I think this is going to enrage a lot of people, especially independents. I think they're going to see through this, and ultimately, I think this could work to to, to Trump's advantage. Um, but the more states that decide to do this, do are you concerned that people may not just be able to contain themselves or control themselves? I mean, if we're going to live in a country where we're not even allowed to pick our own candidates, what does that say about our freedom in America? Well, 
the way I look at this, my right to vote has been has been taken away. If if they're going to, you know, take away a person that I would want to vote for, if they're going to tell me who's going to be on the ballot to vote for, to me that's that's messing with my with my right to vote. And I do think, Todd, that there are people out there that are leaning toward, you know, doing something more. You mentioned, I hope that there's people up there at the state house today, uh, you know, picketing or, or, you know, protesting. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't really listened or seen the news yet today to know whether that's true, but it, it needs to happen. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Marie. I'm yeah. with you, Maria. I think it has to happen. Uh, I appreciate your call, but we have got to start sending a message here, Republicans, conservatives, populist, America first conservatives, all of us. Um, let's go to Dave in North Carolina on the talk station. Hi, Dave. What's up? Hey, Todd. Two things. One, and I don't know how to how to really get at it, but you know what? If they tell me who I can't vote for, and I'm not a black voter, that's my civil rights also. So it's oh, everybody. Yes. Yeah. Dave, hold on. I, yes, I, I understand. You're right. But I'm just saying that white, let me just get real for a second here. They, they really don't care if white people are infringed upon, but they do care if the minorities are. So we really don't matter, us white people. That's why I said black conservatives, they may have a leg to stand on here. But I, I understand your point. Well, the point being, they don't care about anybody because I'm watching this takeover. And here's the other thing I told Grace. At the end of the day, you know, we will speak outrage and we've done it every day since Biden's been in office about the border, the border, the border. At the end of the day today, no matter how much outrage we speak, the border will still be open. And when you talk about us as voters taking action, and I have called out my congressman here in the third district, uh, Greg Murphy, I've called him out on your show many, many times. And, you know, I call his office all the time. I know that uh, he's got a staff up there that just cringes when he hears my voice. But the thing is, at the end of the day, they do nothing about it. Now, the other conservative talk show here, talk station here, had him on a while back, and they did this big interview. They even got into the Biden impeachment possibility. But do you know that with things being what they are, there was not one question, not one comment about the border situation. This is all by design. The 8 million plus people that are coming is building up to the 12 that they talked about that it would take to over, you know, and I came up with a new term. I talked to the special forces retiree that I was this morning on my way back from Texas and we were talking and I said, these are no longer, they're no longer filling in the gaps of sleeper cells. This is now they're forming Barack's battalions. All right. And well, all these. Yeah. Uh, Dave, I'm, I'm super late for a break, but, but I, I think we, we, I get your point there. Uh, look, and by the way, thank you for listening to the talk station. It's the only talk station you ought to be listening to. in uh, that, that part of North Carolina, great people there. Let me, let me try to, to, to ramp up this thought, and then we will like, go to break. At what point are the Republicans going to do anything, right? I mean, at what point? I mean, you had – I'll just give an example here. I was watching uh, All the Way with LPJ. I'm a huge uh, history nut, and I was uh, – there was a moment 
during the fight over civil rights that the Democrats objected to. Uh, there was a, there was a moment when MLK said, "If I have to, I will go on a hunger strike to the death to to, to force this issue." So I'm not saying that we have to do a hunger strike, but what is what are the Republicans doing here? Our country is literally being overrun and overtaken. Um, look, uh, here's stunning. Where as of August 2023, there are more illegal migrants arriving every month than there are American children being born in America. That's massive. Bill Malugin uh, just posted, oh, where is that? Malugin just posted um, some stunning numbers on the border. Almost 300,000 illegals have crossed our border just in December alone. So at what point are, I mean, are we just going to allow our, and that's the question, do we just allow our country to be taken over? Is that what we're supposed to do, just sit back? And Barack Obama wants to give every one of them the right to vote, and we're just supposed to sit back and take it? Is is that what we're supposed to do? 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. Trivia question. Why do people in the southern United States eat black-eyed peas on New Year's? Give us a call if you know the answer. We've got a great price package for you. Why do people in the southern U.S. eat black-eyed peas on New Year's? Give us a call, 901-260-5926. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to this New Year's Eve, Eve, Eve edition of the uh, Todd Stearns Radio Show. Let's go to the phone lines. We have a trivia question on the table. Laura in Gainesville, Georgia on WDUN, our awesome affiliate there. Hi, Laura. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you. Laura, let's try to win you a prize here. Can you tell the uh, the good people in Salem, Oregon, why do folks in the, in the southern U.S. eat black-eyed peas on New Year's? For good luck. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Add a little bit of ham hock in there. That's a good eat. Some cornbread. Little hot sauce. Oh, you got to have a lot of hot sauce. Uh, you know what I did last night, Melissa? It's super cold here in Memphis. I had a hankering for breakfast at supper, so uh, I I went and got some good old Williams Williams sausage, best sausage in America. Got me some scrambled eggs. That was good eating. Sounds awesome, Laura. Congratulations. We're going to put you on hold, and uh, Grace is going to get your info and. We will send you a great prize package, so congratulations, and I hope you and your family have a very happy New Year. By the way, we're going to be doing trivia through next hour as well, so hang tight and don't uh, don't go anywhere. All right, um, let's go to Steve in Arkansas. Steve, we got about 45 seconds. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you too, Todd. Uh, real quick, I, want, I got a little different twist on why the Republican Party doesn't do anything like countersued these uh, rulings to take Trump off the ballot and stuff. I think the reason they don't do anything is the people that are ahead of the Republican Party don't want Trump on the ballot either. Steve, you're absolutely right. If he wins again, they may have to actually do some governing and leading, and they, they want it like it's always been. They want to be the uniparty. So... And unfortunately, they're eunuchs. Uh, so th- that's what we're dealing with here. And to your point, Paul Ryan 
and Mitch McConnell did not want to govern that first the the first um, that first two years of Trump's administration. Steve got to run. Great point. Hang tight, everybody. Hour two coming up. This is the Todd Stern Show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American right. Todd Starks. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I want to give a shout-out to this guy. We've got to get him on the show. His name is John Andrews. He's a state representative in Maine. I don't know anything about this guy. But he's now calling for the Secretary of State, Shenna Bellows, to um, be impeached. And uh, he is speaking out. He's also calling for her to be imprisoned. I like this guy. Look, it's it's time to start playing hardball. You know, I'm tired of people just taking oaths and swearing, putting their hand on the Bible and swearing an oath, and then they violate the oath. And there's no penalty. There's no consequence to that. And we need to get back in in this country into a mindset where when you make an oath, when you promise to do something and you violate that oath and there is some sort of a criminal penalty attached, that that be enforced. He says, I wish to impeach her on the ground. She is barring an American citizen and 45th president of the United States who is convicted of no crime or impeachment their right to appear on a main Republican Party ballot in March. This is raw partisanship and has no place in the office of our state's constitutional offers. I I like this. Well done. Well done, you, Representative John Andrews. And I say this because right now we are watching our country being taken over, literally ripped from our very arms. I want to read this from Bill Malugin, who's a, a good pal, a reporter over at Fox. He's done a tremendous job covering the border. And the numbers I'm about to share with you should cause you great alarm. You need to be aware of what's going on in this country. Border Patrol sources tell Fox there have now been over 276,000 migrant encounters at the southern border in December. One month, the highest single month ever recorded, breaking the prior record set in September at 269,735. And there are still three days of December left. The record is being shattered. The new record number includes over 230,000 Border Patrol apprehensions of illegals in December, also the highest single month of apprehensions ever recorded. But here's the thing. They're being apprehended, but then they're being let go. Where are they being sent? They're being sent all over America. Get this, folks. Since October 1st, we have had over 760,000 migrant encounters at the border, the highest ever recorded. That is a population size bigger than Seattle in just three months. All records are being blown out of the water under Biden as the crisis gets worse, not better. So I want to ask you a question here. What are we going to do about it? Are our Republican leaders, nobody's doing anything. And is this a good good time to remind you good people? I know everybody's out there, oh, that Mike Johnson, he's just a good Christian man. Okay, yes, he's a good Christian man, but a horrible leader. Why hasn't Mayorkas been impeached? 
Why haven't Republicans sent some sort of a message that this is not going to be tolerated? We're not doing anything. The Republicans are turning a blind eye. How many times have we had the lawmakers come on, the Republican lawmakers come on our program? Well, Todd, I just want you to know I'm standing down here at the border with all my other fellow Republicans, and uh, it's just a travesty what's going on down here. All right, yeah, I get it. Uh, Did you apprehend anybody coming across the border? Well, I see them coming across right now, Todd. There they are in the distance. All right, here's the deal. Put down the phone, go run over there, and tackle the guy. Can somebody do something out there? I mean, I get it. I'm glad they're down there. But do something. So here's my question. And and this is, we know what, 250, 60 million people living in this country. What happens when the illegals outnumber the rest of us? What do we do at that point? Anybody want to address that issue? Because we're we're heading to a path, and I don't I know people don't like we, we talk about these things before the rest of the country does, and a lot of these talk radio hosts, they listen to what we say. And then they jump on the bandwagon because a lot of them work for the corporate radio guys, and they're not allowed to say what really needs to be said about this. But we have been invaded. We are being occupied. And the occupation is getting worse every single day, as Bill Malugin just explained to us. So let's take let's take a um, let's take a community. All right. Let's say Brownsville, Texas. Right, beautiful town, good people down there. One hundred and eighty-six thousand people. More people have crossed our border than the entire population of Brownsville, Texas. So, what happens when all the illegals decide they want to occupy Brownsville? What happens to the law-abiding taxpayers? Anybody thinking about these things? At what point do the American people tell their lawmakers, "This is it. We're done." We're standing our ground, and if you're not going to root out the illegals, we're going to do it because that's where, that's where we're going. We, this is all moving to a vigilante society. But I'm telling you, the Republicans, and Steve from Arkansas, he nailed it. That The Republicans on Capitol Hill, they don't want Trump reelected. By and large, they don't like Trump. They don't want him reelected, and that's why they're doing all of this. They would be willing to put the safety of every single American in jeopardy to get Trump out of office. I mean, that, that, that's what's going. I mean, could somebody explain? Otherwise, can you explain to me why the Republicans are not doing anything? So I want to make a promise to you. Moving forward, starting in January, when we come back, we'll be back um, on Tuesday for the live show. Every Republican lawmaker who comes on this program, we're going to hold them out. We're going to hold them accountable. We're going to call them out. Congressman, what are you doing to secure the border? Well, we're um we're going down there. No, no, sir. No, sir. That's not good enough. What are you going to do once you get down there? Well, we're going to hold a press conference. No, sir. Well, we're going to take a tour of a holding. No, sir. That's not good enough. What are you, sir, physically going to do to stop the illegals from coming across the border? By the way, this nonsense, this crampola about uh, Joe Biden telling telling the government agents to go down there and cut the barbed wire cut the razor wire, cut the fences down to let the illegals in. Any Texas law enforcement officer who sees that going down, those federal agents ought to be arrested, taken into custody, state custody. And I get it. I Look, I understand why we're sending – I know why we're flying all the illegals to Chicago and New York City. I get that. 
But that's not fixing the problem. I believe we need to have an immediate lockdown of the border until further notice. And when Trump gets into office, we have to round up every single illegal living here and get them out of our country. That's what we need to be doing here. 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. Now, I want to say something real quick, and we're going to go to an interview with Tony Perkins in just a moment. I, I want to say uh, something about a good friend of uh, this program uh, who passed away. His name is Dr. Don Wildman. He um, was the founder of American Family Association, American Family Radio. And I would say he is one of the legendary leaders of the American conservative movement. And in my mind, he's right up there with William F. Buckley Jr. and Ronald Reagan. This man was fighting for, for, the, for, for religious liberty and fighting for the family long before anybody else was. And he stood his ground. They have come under such fierce attack over the years. But he stood his ground. And... That's how I got involved in the culture war, was listening to American Family Radio back when I was uh, in college. And I was inspired to join the fight. Anyway, Dr. Wildman passed away uh, December 28th. Uh, he was just a great man, an incredible family man, devoted to his wife, 85 years old, now in glory. Uh, but his legacy will live on. And we stand alongside. We are proud partners with American Family Association, and we're certainly praying for the Wildman family. All right. Um, I had a chance to sit down with Tony Perkins on uh, Newsmax earlier this week, and we had a, a pretty interesting conversation. Um, I want you to let's just take a listen. Tony, good to see you. So are you surprised you, here that now they're they're going after Christmas? What does Christmas have to do with what's happening right now in Israel? Well, Todd, I think we need to realize that anti-Semitism is not the end of their rage. It's just the beginning. And it is against people of the book. We've seen this historically. And back when I was chairing the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom, we were tracking the rise of anti-Semitism in Europe. And experts said we were right to do so because it's the canary in the coal mine when it comes to religious hostility. And, and that's what we're seeing. It's not going to stop with anger toward Israel for protecting themselves, it is going to be directed, as we saw last night, on the streets of America toward Christians. Yeah, I, I think that's the troubling part. Uh, a lot of folks have really misunderstood what's happening in the Middle East right now. We're not dealing with a political issue. This is a religious matter at its core. Would, would you agree with that? I, I would. And, and unfortunately, people are not seeing that. Even the Pope himself calling on Israel... Uh, to basically lay down their uh, weapons and stop trying to defend themselves against the terrorists. Why isn't the Pope and, and all those on the left, why are they not calling on Hamas to give themselves up, the organizers and perpetrators of October the 7th, if the concern is about the uh, Palestinian civilians? And, and I'm concerned for them. I'm, I'm concerned for all the people. We're As Christians, we're called to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and Israel and that whole region of the world. We want peace, but we can't have a false peace, you know, calling for a two-state solution. We've seen how that's worked out with Gaza. They were governing themselves, and all they were doing was building up arms, preparing for a day when they could perpetrate what they did on October the 7th. 
So, Tony, let's talk about what, what people in this country should be doing, uh, both Christians and Jews working together. Well, number one, I think we need to recognize Israel is our longstanding um, ally in the Middle East, right, from a political standpoint. But let's talk about this, as you mentioned, from a spiritual, from a religious standpoint. Look, uh, the, the Christian faith comes from the Jewish faith. Jesus was Jewish. They have been the uh, really the those the custodians of the faith. They have given us our Bible, our Scripture, and, and so we, I believe, have an obligation to stand with them as we're instructed in Scripture, and, and we want to make sure they do what is right. But they have a right to protect themselves, and that's what this is about: them able to secure their own borders and protect their people from the atrocities that we saw on October the seventh. And I think America is at grave danger itself if we step in the way between Israel and their own security by telling them that they have to back off. They need to be allowed to finish the job. Well said, and and I appreciate you clarifying. There's been a lot of talk over the past 48 hours um, over whether or not Jesus was Asian, as Christianity Today alleged, or AOC called him a Palestinian. So we appreciate you setting the record straight there. Yeah, pretty straightforward. History tells us exactly who he was. And there's only one Jesus, by the way. There's not many Jesuses the Pope referred to. Just one. Well said. All right, Tony, we got to leave it there. Always great seeing you. Happy New Year to you and the great folks at Family Research Council. Thank you, Todd. All right, happy Friday, everybody. Time now for another New Year's Eve trivia question. Oh, this is a good one. What town in North Carolina drops a pickle on New Year's? A There is a, a town in North Carolina, and they drop a giant pickle at the uh, stroke of midnight. Uh, give us a call if you know what that, uh, what that town is, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. And we'll uh, hook you up with the prize package. Uh, let's go to Matt in Gainesville, Georgia. WDUN wants to weigh in on the border situation. Hi, Matt. What you got for us? Hey, Todd. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, you're a great American. Thank uh, you, sir. I you all the time. Uh, just hearing what you were saying about, you know, going out, what's going on down at the border, you know, it's, it's got us pulling our hair out. You know, we, we know what needs to be done. Yeah, the people who are in power, who's supposed to be protecting us and getting stuff done, is is basically it's almost like a virtue signal. You know, they they talk about what needs to be done, and they get down there to the border, and they announce, "Oh, yep, it sure is, it's a wreck down here." But they continue to to let it go on, like that. It's illegal what's going down on down at the border, but nobody is enforcing the law, like. I've just wondered, what do you think that the reason is? Is there like some monetary incentive that we don't know about that is keeping them from doing their job and enforcing the law? Or Matt, it's a good question you raise, and it would sort of be like, let's say you you come across a a house, a beautiful house, eight hundred thousand dollar home. It's the best home in the neighborhood, and it's on fire. And you you call the fire department, and the fire department arrives. And they're just standing there, and they're not doing anything. And the neighbors are like, hey, the house is on fire. Are, are you going to do anything? And they just 
they turn around and they just uh, sit there and maybe they they drink I don't know a diet Coca Cola, eat some delicious brim snack foods, and they're but they're not addressing the issue at hand. And at some point, the neighbors are going to step in with their own hoses and say, "Okay, well if you guys are going to fix the problem, we're, if you're not going to deal with the problem, we're going to take care of it." And my question, Matt, is. Are we getting close to that point now, and what does that look like? Because at some point, let's just say Gainesville, Georgia, what happens when illegal aliens outnumber American-born citizens in Gainesville, Georgia? What does your town look like then? I mean, it's almost like look at what it looks like now. I don't, I'm don't. i not too sure we're too far off from that. Mm. It's, it's, it's sad, but that's really where that's really where we are right now. But, Matt, to answer your other question, there is a lot of money involved, and you've got the Chambers of Commerce um, locally, nationwide, and they believe in open borders. They want this, this, for lack of a better term, a new world order, a globalist society, and they're always looking out for the, the big business leaders who are wanting those illegals here for cheap labor. So this is all about screwing over the hardworking American man, and which is why Donald Trump's message is resonating with with blue collar workers because the blue collar workers they get what's going on here. So Matt, appreciate that call. Hope you uh, have a very happy New Year. All right, let's go to Chick on the talk station in beautiful North Carolina. Hi, Chick. How are you today? Doing great today, Chick. We're going to try to win you a prize. We need to know what town in North Carolina drops a pickle on New Year's. Mount Olive. Yeah, that's right, Chick. Uh, you're absolutely correct. Uh, Mount Olive, North Carolina. I guess they had the big pickle. I, I eat the relish. It's very good. And the uh, pickled jalapenos. Very tasty. Uh, Chick, congratulations, sir. You're, you're the big winner. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. All right. Hang tight, Chick. We're going to put you on hold, and uh, we're going to, Grace is going to get your info, and uh, we're going to send you a lovely prize package, courtesy of the Todd Stearns Radio Show. All right. Uh, we're going to check in with our good buddy, Ray Richardson, over at WLOB, the Big Lobster, trying to figure out what the heck is going on there with your Secretary of State. All right, folks, 901-260-5926. That is our telephone number. If you want to give us a call, it's also Open Line Friday, so you can really talk about whatever you want to talk about. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the Todd Starts Radio Show. By the way, have have you decided to take the plunge? I'm talking about Newsmax Plus. It's really a nice post-Christmas gift, and it's free, at least initially. Newsmax Plus, I subscribed. I love it. You're going to be able to get all the shows, Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Greta Van Susteren. You also get lots of movies and history docs, the whole nine yards. By the way, Newsmax Plus has more than 180,000 people, subscribers, already signed up. Uh, You also are able to watch Newsmax Channel on your phone or home TV app. Newsmax Plus also uh, gives you direct access to the Donald Trump rallies, which is a huge thing. So I want to encourage you to get Newsmax Plus today. It is free to start. 
That's right, free to start. Start your free trial by going to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. All right, I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Great to have our buddy Ray Richardson joining us. Uh, Ray, uh, we've been hearing from a lot of WLOB listeners today, pretty riled up over your Secretary of State. Well, Todd, good to talk to you. Happy New Year. I'm sure you have. I've been on vacation. Well, it'll be 11 days when I come back next week, and we don't take calls when I'm gone. So I'm sure they've been riled up, and I'm glad they called you this day. So we're actually, so you're telling me that the Todd Stern Show is doing a public service by letting people vent while in your absence. Don't you do a public service every single day you're on the air? <laughs> well, this is true. But this is true. But specifically for Maine, we're taking one for the team. Only for you, Todd. When I come off a of vacation, it's been a great, great seven or eight days so far. And I had other people call and say, "Would you be on?" But only the Todd Starns did I say yes. Well, to be honest, I said yes to Grace Baker. No one says no to Grace Baker. This is true. It, I mean, it really is true. Uh, all right, Ray. Let's just jump into this. Um, you're, are you surprised by what your Secretary of State did here, making this this unilateral decision? Uh, if you had asked me that prior to the Colorado decision, I would have said yes. But in light of Colorado, I would say no. I've known Chenna Bellows probably 20 years, both personally and professionally. I like her and I respect her, but let's be honest. She got this wrong. I mean, she got this way wrong. And in fact, I think she invented the definition of insurrection in order to to make the decision she made. If you look up insurrection in the dictionary, it says that it's a violent overthrow of the government by people who organized in order to take over the government. And that in no way, shape, or form happened. She even referred to, in her remarks, about the length and duration of the riot that took place in the Capitol. My good Lord, this 14th Amendment, Section 3, was written in the aftermath of the Great American Civil War, which started in April of 61, and the last official shots were fired in April of 65. Uh, To compare that riot with the... of hell this country went through, I think that's a stretch for anybody. I'm curious, uh, Ray, Are there, is there any recourse that the voters have there? I'm fairly certain the Trump campaign is going to file some sort of a, of a court case or, or a petition, or do you think that she sees the error of her, her ways and, and reverses herself? I don't think so. Look, I like, like I said, I like Shetna, but let's make no mistake, the position that she holds is a partisan position. The way it works in the state of Maine, we're one of three states in the country that don't properly elect the constitutional officers. The majority of uh, the party in the House and Senate in Maine come together and select our four constitutions. So you owe your job to the majority party. And Senate has run for Senate 84. She served in the Maine Senate. She ran for the United States Senate against Susan Collins. And uh, look, she's a she's a progressive. It's a deeply held belief on her part. But like a lot of progressives, they try to redefine our language. We know they tried to redefine marriage. They've redefined gender, and now they're trying to redefine the word insurrection to serve a partisan process. This just doesn't hold water. And you and I both know, and she does too. If you read her brief, she knows this isn't going to stand. On the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, uh, Ray Richardson, host of the morning show at WLOB in Portland. 
Uh, Ray, I, I'm curious, um, in in Maine, are, are you guys hearing about independents moving over to Trump? Is is he beginning, are people beginning to coalesce around the former president there? Yeah, you know, the thing is, um, look, I, I'll be honest, I've talked about it on my show. I was a huge Trump supporter in 16 and 20. I've gone a little lukewarm over the last few years, but she has pushed people like me and many of my friends who went a little lukewarm on Trump were now going to be huge partisans because, you know, this is nonsense. And I want to make a point. I'm glad you gave me the opportunity to make today. We've seen the Washington Post and the New York Times and many elected Democrats and other outlets talking about the fact that if Donald Trump wins re-election, he's going to be a dictator. But let's be honest about who's been dictating in this country. Joe Biden dictated people had to get a vaccine they didn't want in order to keep their jobs. Obamacare, with Joe Biden as his biggest supporter, dictated what kind of health insurance you and I would have. And if we didn't like it, they fined us for it. And now they're dictating to who can we vote for and who can we not vote for. In this country, at least for right now, on December 29th, 2023, you are innocent until proven guilty. Heck, Donald Trump hasn't even been charged. Jack Smith would charge him with any crime he possibly could, and he didn't charge him with insurrection. This is just wrong, wrong, wrong. And what it's doing is driving a lot of people who were lukewarm on Donald Trump right back into his camp and bringing more people with him. All right. Well, Ray, we're going to leave it there. Appreciate you uh, coming off of vacation uh, to, to do some Q&A with us. Hope you had a good time. I did. Absolutely. It's been a wonderful time. My wife and I were going to go to Florida on Wednesday. We changed our plans and just stayed home. Todd, it's beautiful in Maine. We got to get you back up here again, my friend. Maine loves Todd Starnes, and you know that from all the LOB callers. Oh, yeah, great callers, great people up there. And, uh, Ray, we uh, certainly appreciate you and uh, your friendship at WLOB. Safe travels back home. Yes, sir. Thank you. Happy New Year. All right, Happy New Year. Ray Richardson, everybody. Good man. We do need to get back up to Maine. Grace Baker, I'll take you over to L.L. Bean. It's kind of like the place to go. Pretty awesome, actually. 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. Let's go to Anna in Georgia, WDUN. Hi, Anna. What's on your mind today? Hello, Anna. Hello. Um, I'm a state-certified residential appraiser here in Georgia, and my market is primarily North Georgia. And while I know there are droves of people coming out of Atlanta and going north, um, there's also a very interesting trend going on, and there's a lot of homes being built uh, for um, for investors. Um you know, rentals, uh, brand new ones. Um, there are uh, townhouses there, but they're all attached. They call them attached residential properties. And there's a lot of um, lot of apartment buildings going up. And I started thinking the other day about you know what's going on with um, the interest rate and all of these other negative adverse. Uh, 
situations going on when you're talking about these things. But I think that people are not saying much about the uh, about the border because they've got something to get out of it. And one of that group is, you know, you've got investors. I'm an investor. You know, I've got a home that I that I rent, but um, only one. But they're, you know, Danny Mae and Freddie Mac like those things, too. Another interesting thing that's going on is appraisers. So hold on, hold on. Let me, before you go any further, Anna, so you're saying that um, these investors are building these apartments and they're building these homes for illegals. Is that is that what you're saying? I can't guarantee you that that's what's going on, but it seems odd that all of these things are happening at such uh, a this. It's so much. There's so much of it in North Georgia. Um, Dawson County is just south of us. And then North Hall County in Gainesville with that gentleman called from. Got a lot of that stuff going on. And yet, and Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac really are trying to convert appraising by individual uh, people to appraisal valuation models, which means that you're going to use computers to appraise properties, make them faster. And fast is not always good. <laughs> fast is not always good, especially when you're considering a computer who can't tell you what's going around going on in the market. It may be fed certain information that it can return, but it's not a thinking machine. Um, so all of these things put together, at least from from where from my perspective, is suspect. And um, I've I've called several of the uh, the uh, county commissioners and they're not you know they're not talking they're not, <laughs> not going to tell you but you know you can see it by the trends and about you know what's what's going on what's really going on and there's so much of this kind of thing going on not necessarily in real estate but there are a lot of people that will gain reward with this kind of momentum going on. So, you know, that's my perspective when I was listening to some other callers that called in today. You know, uh, and like you said, why is anybody doing anything? Everybody's talking. You know, stop talking, do something. And I think we are close uh, and as uh, evidenced by the the uh, Texas governor, he's taken some things on, you know, he's taken, uh, taking the rain spot and trying to take care of his own state. And he's really being poo-pooed or doing that. But I think people are really disgusted with this whole thing. This is clearly against the law. And that's what bothers me is why are they coming here? Why in it? How's the information getting to them? Um, and really, he's creating. Biden is creating a lot of problems for the people who are coming here because they've got no place to go. Um, and but they know that America is the place to go, but not this way. You know, we've got laws. We are a nation of laws, and we really have got to enforce those laws. 
or we're going to lose our country. Thank you for the call, Anna. We'll be right back. folks welcome back to the todd stearns radio program uh, great to have you with us today so nikki haley um it, it, she is having a, a rough go of it you might remember just a few days ago um she was asked to weigh in on the civil war because apparently that is a major issue in the 2024 election cut number three i noticed that um uh, Nikki Haley has had some problems with, with some basic American history. Uh, she's asked a very simple question and responded with just a really incomprehensible word salad about this and that. And you know, what, what she asked the voter, what do you want her to say about this or that? Um, and then now is taking different positions in this. And so I just think that this shows uh, this is not a candidate uh, that's ready for prime time. You know, she's gotten a pretty free ride from a lot of the corporate press. Uh, the minute that she faces any type of scrutiny, uh, she tends to cave. And I think that that's what you saw uh, yesterday. Not that difficult uh, to identify uh, and acknowledge uh, the role slavery played in, in the Civil War. And yet that seemed to be something that was really difficult. And I don't even know what she was saying. If you, if you listen to that answer, uh, I know she's trying to clean it up. I know she's trying to blame a Democrat plant. Um, look, I mean, you're going to get asked a lot of questions. I mean, you're going to get asked a lot of tough questions. That's just the nature of this business. And, uh, and I think that she showed time and time again that when it's time, when the lights get hot, uh, that she wilts under pressure. And that was a good example. All right. So that's uh, Ron DeSantis uh, weighing in on Nikki Haley. Uh, Nikki Haley tried to work her way out of this uh, this mess. Uh, cut number four. I guess if you grow up in the South, it's a given that it's about slavery. To me, it was about but freedom. What do you do? It's it's bigger than slavery. That was such a stain on our history. But what do you take from it going forward? Yes, of course, slavery is never can never happen again. But going forward, doesn't that mean we should focus on the freedoms of people to live their life, not to have government, not to have any other person tell them what they can and can't do? That's been trampled on the past few years. That's the part we've got to make sure we never take anything away from. So, look, I mean, you guys can make it about something else. But if you look at my my record in South Carolina, we dealt with this a whole lot more than and what I'll tell you is, yes, you can acknowledge a point in history. But what do you do with that point Good in history? Lord. you got to make sure the lessons on. constantly go forward so that we never see it again. All right. Uh, I'm not quite sure. I, I think we're dealing with a Republican version of Kamala Harris here. I mean, it's one man's word salad. Come on. So Nikki, Nikki Haley needs to go home. It's it's over. If you can't answer a simple question about what the Civil War was fought about, you really don't have a grasp of American history, and you just need to go home. So good job, Nikki Haley. Uh, Ron DeSantis will be right behind you, if not, if not ahead of you, depending on what happens here uh, in a couple of weeks in Iowa. By the way, um, good news, uh, Dort University, the uh, Christian college that booted President Trump, they found another place to do the rally in town. So uh, the good news, all you uh, Iowa Hawkeye fans, um, that will happen. And uh, so that's good news. CNN's Dana, uh, Dana Bash 
weighing in on the the decision by Maine to keep Trump off the ballot. She says it's a recipe for constitutional chaos. She said the Supreme Court will almost surely have to solve the issue over whether the 14th Amendment banning insurrectionists from holding public office applies to Trump. Now, look, we all knew this was going to happen. No doubt about it. But the fact of the matter is Trump's never been accused of insurrection, never been charged with it, never been convicted. Matter of fact, there's pretty good evidence that uh, that Trump was calling for peace that day. And we we have that evidence. The president came out and multiple times during his speech on the Washington Mall and afterwards calling for people to stand down. And by the way, if this, in fact, was an insurrection, it has to be the worst organized insurrection in the history of insurrections. Who stages an insurrection without bringing a firearm, right? I mean, that's just, uh, that's absurd. So anyway, it's all absurd. And the, the reality is you've got a lot of these radical groups that are poking and prodding these Democrat lawmakers to to take Trump's name off the ballot. And a lot of them are doing it, or at least considering it. And I think Bash is right here. Supreme Court's going to have to sort all of this out. All right, hang tight, everybody. Hour three coming up. Franklin Graham joins us. 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. This is The Todd Stern Show. <laughs> 